This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Well, howdy, friends. Glad to have you back. We are discussing what's happening in the state of Colorado around these drugs that are uh, really taking over our communities, harming our neighbors, uh, young people in the state of Colorado, and what our elected officials are planning to do about it. We're very blessed to have on the line here Representative Mike Lynch to discuss House Bill 22-1326, Fentanyl Accountability and Prevention. Representative Lynch serves Colorado House of Representatives District 49, which includes portions of Larimer and Weld counties in northern Colorado. Representative Lynch, you are on the bill down at the state capitol that's uh, currently being debated. Big issue. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, it's great to be with you this morning. Representative Lynch, Tell us a little bit about why you decided to be on this bill, uh, why you decided to make this a priority for your time down at the state capitol. Yeah, well, uh, to be honest with you, it started out as solely my bill. <laughs> so uh, we, we have we have 100 opportunities for uh, people to write bills around here. I wrote this bill back in December, um, just looking around, figuring out that, you know, maybe we ought to address this fentanyl issue. And um, and so I wrote a very simple four-page bill that, that dealt primarily uh, with manufacture and distribution and increasing the penalties, giving the tools to the DAs to really go after the dealers and the manufacturers. Um, uh, and then a, a little ways through the process, uh, the the... Uh, the Democrats decided that, oh, crud, we didn't do anything about that. And so my, my bill pretty quickly got, got picked up, and it got picked up by the Speaker and, and became, in, in, in my mind, um, you know, one of the more important bills uh, that, that we saw before us so far. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, I got on it because, uh, my goodness, it's, it is, um, it's killing our it's killing our country and it's and it's specifically and more more so than other states killing colorado literally killing coloradoans so uh, give us a little sense and we're talking with representative mike lynch of colorado house district 49 one of the authors and prime sponsors of this fentanyl accountability and prevention uh, conservatives have been making the argument that uh, well the the effort to decriminalize uh, fentanyl possession a few years ago, I believe it was 2019, led by yep. House and Senate Democrats down at the state capitol, has put us in this situation. What's your sense of why we are where we are, and was it as a result of some of the legislation that was previously passed? Yeah, well, it surely didn't help. And and just to clarify, it didn't decriminalize it, it defelonized it, but in, in essence, those are the same thing, right? So when you take the felony prosecution away from uh, our district attorneys, you really, you know, you, you're now telling law enforcement that they can give them a ticket for what they did, and they hope that they show back up um, in jail, right, uh, in a week or two or, or whenever. Um, and so that certainly did not help, and, and I have no idea why they would ever run a bill like that uh, to to have four grams of any illicit substance is, is makes it legal. And so, what what really happened because of that legislation in 19 
it made it so um, the 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 demographic or the just kind of the way we sell drugs uh, illegally changed. So it, it made it so instead of you know having one drug dealer who's got 20 grams in his pocket, we now have five drug dealers with 3.9 or four grams in their pocket, and so we really we, that bill really created more drug dealers because they knew they could get away with it if they didn't go over that four gram limit. And in the case of fentanyl-laced drugs, um, you know, that's a ton of lethality in one person's pocket. Part of the conservative critique of this bill is that as it was introduced, it was not tough enough. Uh, Do you think this bill is tough enough? I don't. (laughs) I I, I don't. It's my own bill. And and through this process, uh, working... Working with you know the speaker, uh, he was very aware that that was my position. Um, however, uh, it you know I've discovered in my you know long tenure, this being my first term, is that this is a game of of inches. Uh, I think this bill uh, got more than inches done. Uh, as it sits right now, it it all but repeals that uh, 1263 legislation, which allowed the four grams. It's down to down to one gram now. I'm not happy with that. Uh, the bill is still moving forward. I, we're going to see. We still have a whole nother, a whole nother house to go through with with the Senate. Um, there will be multiple uh, attempts to try to get that down to zero, of which I'll be leading. I'll be leading the way on that, trying to make sure that we can do whatever we can to make that happen. I think public sentiment right now, with the fact that we are losing, just in Denver alone, one overdose death a day in Denver to this poison. Um, I think the political pressure is there that if, if people want to turn a blind eye to this, they're going to have a hard time selling that to people when it comes to November and getting elected. Nope. Representative, we're talking with Representative Mike Lynch of Colorado House District 49, which is a northern part of Colorado, includes the uh, the wonderful locations of Larimer and Weld counties. Representative Lynch, you have sat through hours and hours of testimony. I believe this was close to the amount of time that um, pro-life proponents fought against the radical abortion bill down at the state capitol. They they came down, spent hours. You were there till uh, late. Uh, Tell us the sentiment you're hearing. What is the debate happening over this bill in the committee hearings? Yeah, well, it's it's very clear that that uh, that law enforcement and they did not yield at all. And I will tell you through the discussions, um, the Democrats tried to find the most liberal law enforcement officers they could find, and they still had they would not budge off of the the, the zero grams is you know all the way down to zero is still a felony. Not they, uh, they looked long and hard throughout this state to find a law enforcement officer that would potentially say, well, one gram's okay. They, they held the line. I'm proud of those guys. They held the line at zero. Um, so there was part of the debate. And so it's very interesting how that debate went in that those, those voices were not heard when the TV cameras were still in the room. Uh, this is an obvious, an obvious play on, on their side to, to keep that voice suppressed in the press and we heard from those guys, you know, so we had, we had the chief of police for every district 25 miles outside of the Capitol 
that sat there and was not able to testify until later. So that's that's one of the logistical things that really um, upset me quite a bit on the way this went down. Um, on the on the opposing side, you know, they're concerned uh, about um, about people that are addicted and they want to do the right thing to try to get those people uh, restored back to a good normal life. And they feel that can't happen if they have a felony. Well, that I think that paradigm has some legs when you're dealing with traditional drugs, but in the case of fentanyl, where it, it literally is, uh, it, it's Russian roulette with every pill um, you have to take a different angle. Um, and, but that argument, you know, resonated loud that they're trying to rehabilitate people and we don't want to, you know, push people into a world where they have to live with a felony. Well, uh, you know, and many people testified that said, I would much rather my child have a felony and be alive right now than hmm. be dead. Hmm. And, uh, and so, I think I think there is a big world view difference with those of us on one side versus the other. You know, at the Centennial Institute, we've been dealing with the drug culture here in Colorado. We've hosted big public debates on it. We've published papers. This is a big issue to Colorado Christian University. And what I've noticed on the other side is that there's there's almost this desire to try to want to remove any sort of consequence for their actions. Well, it's 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 a health issue. It's a criminal right. justice reform issue. Meanwhile, we're yeah. allowing drug dealers who who don't care about other people. They care about profit and they're willing to kill people. And, and we're seeing that in the state. How do we get tougher on drug dealers and the fentanyl coming in and the cartels that are killing our communities? I mean, this is coming from China. It's going through Mexico. Everything about this is illegal. How do we get tougher on this? Yeah. Well, and that is the argument that was shared with with law enforcement. We, we've taken, you know, in addition to that, we've also, done anything we can to, to, for lack of a better term, handcuff law enforcement, not allow them to do their job. Um, you know, they, they, they lost their immunity. Yeah, I mean, so we're, we're not going to, they've done everything they can to, to keep those people from doing their job. Um, I will say this, this bill does really give better tools for prosecution of drug dealers. Uh, and I will tell you, the bill, the bill did not start uh, as a possession uh, discussion at all, because I knew I would have a really hard battle with getting this thing even out of committee. Well, public sentiment very quickly, because pub, you know people are not stupid, they realize that, hey, what did we do on the possession side that, that, that created this bigger issue? So, so the the bill and the debate very quickly moved to the common sense um, answer to, well, what did we do that made this problem? And so that's where possession came into it. But, but um, this bill truly does, truly does, uh, and, and I will say even more so than what I originally intended, helps go and punish those drug dealers better. It, it does truly accomplish that. Um, and then... The, Oh, Representative Lipsch, we're up against a hard stop here. I want to thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you for your leadership on this. We'd like to check back in with you as this moves through the House, faces uh, the Senate coming up. But uh, thank you so much for being on today. Great. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll be back right after this with our final segment.